Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Tel Aviv, Israel. And I'm Manny here, not in Denver, but in San Francisco today. Yo, 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 change of scenery. It's been a while since we've been together for an episode. Uh, We did not release an episode last week due to my severe illness that I had, which I won't get into details, but it was a pretty rough stomach viral infection of some sort i will never know what it is because apparently at israeli urgent cares they have no tests whatsoever um of any sort not even covid i was like (laughs) they didn't have covid tests like i was literally bargaining with the doctor i was like so you kind of like just checked me up like little 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 physical check up on my like lungs and stomach and stuff and i'm like you have any tests he's like i don't i don't have here i'm like uh don't not, i was like not even covid i didn't even want to get tested for covid because you know if you don't get tested you don't even, have it is that even a doctor did i don't know uh it was it was odd it was like they were all you arab probably... doctors which nothing against the arab doctors but they're just like they just operate differently but they were really funny, actually. I, so I got an IV because I was just like, I had a fever too. And I just wasn't doing well. So they they put, they put some IV in me. And I think they were just like fucking around with me. This guy, one of the nurses was like, do you want the money? Do you like money? I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, cool. And, and I don't know. It was just, it made no sense, the conversation. I don't know if he was like trying to practice his English with me or... I was like, I was like, do you have any? Like, can I get some? He's like, no. I was like, okay. That's fucked up. I don't know if you remember that from my my private Snapchat story, but I I posted that. It just, I don't know. It was uh, it was definitely a unique experience. Wow, that's kind of rude, Manny. You're not checking, you're not checking out my private story. No, I check it out all the time. Are you sure you posted it? I'm um, I'm pretty 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 sure. I don't think you posted it. A lot of people swiped up because it was a very entertaining story that day. Um, so I recall. Except you. I don't you, think you do not. You do not swipe up because you didn't see I don't it. think you posted it. Okay. Okay. I don't think. Just know it's a privilege, Manny. I don't even, my, my, fam, my family members aren't even on that private story. A privilege can be revoked. Dude, I missed one story in <laughs> 10 years and suddenly it's a big deal. I have high standards for you, Manny. Anyways, yeah. so you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll leave it in the past. We'll leave it in the past. Just, just don't do it again, okay? Or I'll hurt you. I'm joking. I love you. Anyways, love you. so yeah, I got this viral infection on my Shabbaton when I was in the Negev in Stable Care, uh, which was... La- Shabbaton is... It's basically, uh, it's a weekend that you spend with a group of people. You go to like, it's like a little trip. You go out somewhere and you spend Shabbat together. And this Shabbat was with a bunch of random onward kids that most of which I've never met because it was like a mixture of them from all, like all the different types of onward programs. So 
Right. That was nice. Um, it was it was great. The first morning, so we got there Thursday, and Friday morning, me and my friends, we all get up and see the sunrise. Like we all get up at like five thirty. I was very impressed with us, and just like absolutely stunning view. I'll throw up a, a few pictures on the YouTube video, um, of just like the view we had. It's you know where Ben uh, David Ben Gurion's buried. You remember that place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where it's we were. Beautiful view in the Nega. Yeah, so stunning shit. The sunrise, absolutely beautiful. Um, there was like even a little like bench for us to sit at to watch. And then I was just like so energized that day. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna go for a run after. So I ran like three miles at like six in the morning. I felt like David Goggins. I was killing it. And I just ran into the desert. It was like a euphoric experience, like because wow. there's this trail that goes out of like the confines of like the stable care kibbutz or whatever area. There's like a couple different things there. And I was just running into the desert. I felt great. And there was like other dudes like running with their dogs. I'm like, this is a great lifestyle. Um, so I was like, this is going to be a sick fucking weekend. I'm going to kill it. You know, I'm going to do this next morning, you know. I had a bottle of wine with me to drink for Friday night for, you know, celebrate Shabbat. And then I just get absolutely plastered with this sickness out of nowhere. Wow. I wonder how you got it. I don't know, man. Maybe at the pool. We were at the pool Thursday, Friday. But it was great. We we did a lot of art um, on the Shabbaton because it's called like Inspiration in the Desert. And we were this like hippie dude who like judaic hippie dude cool guy cool guy um so we did a lot of did a lot of art i made like some super i'll post up a picture on the story but it was like super deep bro. it was like this guy who was like eating social media apps right in the low <laughs> in the lower on the painting the more red and like hellish it looked and the higher like above his head is more bluish and it's like how we're sinking into the depths of like video social media stimulation constantly so you're telling me you saw that painting and yet you still shame me for not seeing your private story yeah because i'm (laughs) trying to spend less time on social media yoni yeah yeah because it's me it it shouldn't even count as social media you're so right my my like private story is like a youtube channel it's honestly really entertaining YouTube's different. I did not include YouTube in the painting because YouTube is definitely that, a social media, dude. It is, but it isn't because it's also going to be used for a lot of different educational purposes. Yeah, but so can social media. But like you don't. Like YouTube, people will use for tutorials. Nobody goes to Instagram for tutorials. That's a good point. Just a good point. They're just like, um, a bunch or of, maybe like, get rich maybe quick. Al- <laughs> or maybe your algorithm just doesn't show you the tutorials. Have you thought of that? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yoni, it's because I know. Um, I just want to say, when you got sick last weekend, so many people texted me and asked if you were okay. Because yeah, they texted you. Yeah, because you obviously posted that like an episode wasn't being released because you were under the weather, and everyone's like, "Is Yoni all right?" <laughs> oh I'm, yeah. I mean, I was asked by like four separate people. Because I was going to say, I only posted on my private story about me being in the urgent care, but then I remember I did make an announcement on VNP for our listeners. I'm glad yeah. I'm glad people care about me. Thanks, guys. Love you, too. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm alive. It took about a week to get over. 
and a lot of a lot of I'm not a, never mind I'm not gonna get into details. Yeah, I don't. We want always like a lot of poop. back to bowels. Yeah, and I don't want to. Yeah. I'm trying to stay away. <laughs> it's so that. Yoni, um, you told you told me you had some some news that you wanted to share. Not like about you. I think just world news. Yeah, let's let's get into it. So there's a few things. One, I feel like we should talk about the new like NASA like telescope pictures that are absolutely beautiful. I forgot the name of the like web or something. But I just think that's absolutely astonishing. If you guys haven't seen them, which I don't know how you haven't, I guess your algorithms are showing you dog shit instead. But just some of the photos are absolutely beautiful, this galaxy. And I'm just wondering, like, how could it go out so fast? Because it's only been out of an orbit for like a couple months. And it's like galaxies away when I thought that'd be like light years away. See what exact the thing I don't get is what exactly is like happening in the picture. <laughs> That's what everyone's wondering because everyone's like, wow, everyone like wow, spectacular. But like, what does this practically mean for us? Basically, I think it's just like if you look at I forgot the name of the older telescope that we have pictures of galaxies and shit. The older telescopes a lot less like this. These new images are like so much clearer. Like we can like uh, like scientists can like get so much more information out of it. I think that like I guess we don't can't really because we just like see like cool dazzling stars and shit and we're like ooh. But like it's like hot. It's like HD. These photos. How do you know that it's not just photoshopped? <laughs> that's a good like point. Genuine, but like that's the same thing as like the moon know. landing. Yeah, but like. You Which, by the way, real. do you are you a believer or non-believer in the moon landing happening? I didn't know it was like an option. To be, to what? To believe or to? Yeah, what kind of question is that? It makes me think you're you don't believe in the moon landing. No, I believe in it, but there's a it's like a, one of the most common conspiracy theories. I feel like we kind of overlooked it as a when we talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah, it's a pretty mid one because even if we faked it, it's so lame. Like, uh, it'd be way cooler if like like a cooler conspiracy theory would be the other way around. Like Star Wars wasn't just a movie; it like really happened. Yeah, but I feel like they wanted the like the thing is like the government if they're gonna make a conspiracy, they want it to be realistic enough for people to believe. Which moon landing, considering the '60s technology wise makes more sense no dude the moon landing happened i agree so then why are you questioning the telescope why why do the two have to be connected because they're both have to do with outer space and nasa and technology yeah but like but like you know how easy it would be today to just photoshop a picture that looks like that okay true today it would be easier but like NASA, NASA is the one who uh, released the photos. Okay, well, like, what's your point? You don't trust NASA, so then you shouldn't believe in the moon landing. Yoni, stop all this nonsense about the moon landing. Dude. <laughs> con- everything's connected, Betty. No, it's not. I don't see how, like, I think my logic is very clear. I think the viewers will be like, Yoni's making, like, a good point that like yeah. if you can't trust NASA on one thing you can't trust them on the other 
No, dude, it's a, it's a completely new era. NASA's, like, not the company it once was. That is true. SpaceX, like, does the... But, like, this is something that, like, has made them stand out now. Like, they're back in it, you know? Like, NASA's yeah. kind of, like, shooting the shit for a while. And now they're like, yo! So maybe, ooh, maybe the conspiracy is they don't get much... I mean, they don't get as much funding as they used to. And they're like, shit, we got to, like, get back on the fucking news. So then they Photoshop that together. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. They had to find a way to combat spacex they couldn't do it i feel like i made that i like i came up with that and not you well no i no all you did was essentially i formulated yeah you explained what i was already thinking yeah i just put into words because if you guys don't know it's like 8 a.m in san fran man he just got out of bed he's he's a little his mind's not fully functional right now (laughs) Dude, I'm fully functional. Fuck you. I'm fully functional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'm actually. I didn't get out of bed. I got out of couch. I've been crashing on my brother's couch for the weekend. Nice. How would you rate the couch at ten? Dude, it's so comfy. Yeah. I could tell you that but, our couch here is not comfy. You can. We can ask Daniel um, next time we have him on. <laughs> SF's been pretty good though. Um. Okay, so I think we can move on from the NASA topic because we both agree that they faked the picture. I mean, um, no, but like I gave a, a, a hypothesis of okay, what? Yeah, okay, sure. Okay, Continue. yeah, you agree. Um, no, SF's been good. Yesterday we went to Chinatown. Chinatown's like pretty huge in SF, which yeah. like makes sense. Um, there's like some festival situation going on. And then we ended up just going to like some restaurant. The food was so good. But when we were there, um, like one, like this place, the restaurant we were eating at, one like, so like we got a bunch of food from like inside, like a cat, like, like the food was ready. They gave it to us. Yeah. Like one thing we got was cold. So we did a little nose goes. For those of you who don't know, it's whoever touches their nose last has to do something. Um, nose goes and uh this guy had to go like ask them to heat him up so he goes back in and then he comes back out with like the three fried like chicken shrimp whatever they are heated but he also comes out with three desserts and two oh, are, like, these... no like he paid for them oh. two are these like rice cake things and like they're fine they're a little weird but the third thing is this like eel? I don't even know the name of it. And it, it, it literally it was like it, it was like a it had the uh, shape of a hot dog, except without the round ends. It had like like it didn't like shut out at the end. It like came out flat. Like yeah. It was round, but it like came out flat. And it was about eight inches long that's huge completely black it's way above average it was completely black and it it was like made out of like i think you're just describing a a black penis man a bbc it was made out of like gel it was like made out of gel and it not a good taste not good so and so we're talking 
And I asked this guy what the odds are that he swallows it without taking a bite. And we eventually come, we come to a conclusion that no one's going to do that. Also, probably, yes, it was at eight inches, but at this point, people had tried a few bites, so it was like down to six, um, which is key. That's still but, way above I mean, average. That is huge. Yeah, that I mean, is huge. Everyone knows six and a half is the average. What? Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, so it was eel? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but essentially we eventually were like, okay, you don't have to swallow it, but what are the odds that you like, je- like eat this entire thing? And he says one out of 10. And we do it and he doesn't get it. And then I go one out of 10, I don't get it. And then the next guy's like, I'll do one out of eight. And that's when we decide that we'll keep lowering the what are the odds until someone gets it. Nice. So he does one out of eight, doesn't get it. The next guy like really, really didn't want to eat it. So he did what are the odds out of 10 for like another one of the desserts, like just a normal one of the desserts. Oh, okay. And then this other guy, the guy that we started with, one out of seven. And I'm the one who has to try to catch him. And for those of you who don't know, essentially you count down like three, two, one, and then you say a number between the odds. And if it's the same number, you lose. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way he's picking six or seven because it's too close to the top. And there's no way he's picking one or two. And then I'm thinking, and I'm like, three seems too obvious. Four seems too obvious. But five is such an inconspicuous number. And so we go three, two, one, I say five, he says five. So he has to eat the whole thing. And I have never seen someone in more pain in my entire life. He poured sriracha and tea in his mouth because he said that the texture was so gross and the flavor was that of dirt. Dude, why are they serving this as a as a dessert, dog? <laughs> I don't know. I think like maybe it must be a delicacy and like there's something going on there that we don't understand, but I don't know. Dude, speaking of glizzy like structures, I was once at this restaurant in Tel Aviv. We were looking for lunch and it just there's this huge hot dog sign outside this restaurant. It says hot dog. I was like, I didn't want a hot dog. We were just like curious. So we walk in, they don't even serve hot dogs. Is that the weird? What do they what do they serve? Just like you know, shawarma, falafel, schnitzel, pita, kebab, like the normal shit in Israel. It was funny. I mean, it worked. It got you in the store. Sorry, everyone. My cock of a roommate, Alex, came in and uh, stirred up a ruckus. And uh, hey, all good, man. I've wanted him on the podcast, actually, but since his dad's a Supreme Court justice, he doesn't want his uh, family name out there, especially on wait, a wait. podcast like ours. <laughs> wait, which Supreme Court justice? Oh, not a, I mean, sorry, Pennsylvania Supreme Court justice. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. going to say, is this dad Brett Kavanaugh? This is like, <laughs> no. Nor is he Neil Gorsuch or 
the other ones <laughs> forgot their names but um no as i say yeah no you know it's like a, in the office when angela's like oh he's a senator and then you mean like you mean a state senator yeah it, it's the same situation here so i'm like come on alex i do get it though our podcast a little bit on the wrong to your side but like what are you gonna do so he's not gonna be right, well you know Anyways. speaking of political news what um, we talking about? oh yeah we were talking about glizzies let's get to politics <laughs> yeah the other day I'm like talking to someone and they essentially say to me, like, I'm pretty sure that the Democratic candidate in 2024 is going to be Gavin Newsom. And for those of you who don't know, he's the governor of California. And I was like, interesting. Because like, I, I know who Gavin Newsom is, but I was like, what? I was like, interesting. I never heard that before. The next day, I'm at the gym with my brother and I see this report on the news and um, a few days ago, Gavin Newsom actually passed a law in California, kind of a crazy law. He essentially structured it um, to copy the format that the Texas abortion law is, because you know how Texas passed that law that essentially allows um, civilians to sue uh, anyone who gets an abortion or gives an abortion. Okay, but I thought California was pro-choice. So that's the thing. That's the okay. thing. Um, he copied the format for gun control. So he actually... Oh, I heard um, that, I think. He passed a bill that is going to allow people... Here, you can sue gun it. manufacturers, right? You can sue gun manufacturers if anyone under 21... Here's what it is. Um, yeah, and you anyone under 21 like has a gun on them this is what it says under the california law a person would also be able to sue licensed firearms dealers who sell supplies delivers or gives or who's uh possession or control of a firearm to anyone under 21 years old and and so he's like i just think and essentially i'm bringing it up because I just think this guy is an absolute genius. Like, regardless of what you think of the Second Amendment, he's not, like, targeting gun owners. He's targeting man- targeting manufacturers. And he, like, is copying this format that the Supreme Court, like, already pretty... Like, they haven't officially ruled it, but they were, like... They had given, like, preliminary approval of the Texas law, and he just straight up copied it. And, and even crazier, this guy runs an ad in three separate Texas newspapers. And um, no way. here's, so essentially like what he, the ad is like some text um, and like a quote from Governor Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, but like a few lines are crossed out and like replaced. And, like, you can see what the old line was. So the old quote was, our creator endowed us with the right to life, and yet children lose the right to life every year because of abortion. In Texas, we work to save those lives, Governor Greg Abbott. And then he changed the ad to be, our our creator endowed us with the right to life, and yet children lose their right to life every year because of gun violence in California. We work to save those lives, Governor Gavin Newsom. And dude is just such a troll. 
because he's running this in Texas. <laughs> that is a good ad. That's a that, that's a good ad, especially running in Texas. But yeah, you'd be wondering why is he running it in Texas when that's really it doesn't really matter for him as governor of California. Maybe you know want some national attention. Exactly, and the interesting thing is, I looked him up. Like I knew, I know, I knew who he was, but I wanted to know more about him. Apparently, he's actually he's like definitely a liberal, but he's conservative compared to most Californian uh, liberals. Yeah, yeah, and so and so I I think I think it could be him, man. He's charismatic. I would say, um, what was I going to say? The constitutionality of that law you put in place seems questionable considering that currently you only have to be 18 to buy a gun and he, you're allowed to sue manufacturers if you, if you let a, a person under 21 purchase a gun. So between 18 and 21. Maybe in California you have to be 21 to get a gun. Interesting. Yeah. Well, regardless, I could definitely see... I don't know if, how long that law will be able to stand up with this Supreme Court if somebody objects to it and then it goes all the way up to the Supreme Court again. And then, and then know, but then, like, the the, and, and one of the reasons that's such a good political move is like it, it almost doesn't even matter because if it does go all the way to the Supreme Court and they tear it down, then like the, the left can just totally shit on the Supreme Court for tearing that down, but not the Texas law. Oh, totally. I mean, they're already shitting on the Supreme Court. The problem is, is there's no elections for them. You know, they're like, oh, we'll crush them in the midterms. There's no midterms for the Supreme Court. You can right. bitch and moan all you want. But you're right, though. It could, it could help them against uh, Republican senators and congressmen and elected officials, even though they're, they don't particularly aren't directly connected to the Supreme Court. Um, but yeah. No, it's definitely interesting. I mean, I, I, it's clever that he, he used the language of the law and he put it out in an ad. I will say this, though. He's very unpopular in his own state. I mean, he almost he got he had a recall election because there was enough signatures to 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 vote for a recall. I forgot how many people need to sign a, that petition, but like a couple million. And he did win, obviously, because he's still the governor. And that was expected of him because he's in a, a very blue state. But I don't know. I feel it. I feel it. It seems hard to me. It seems hard for me to see him. I don't even know what I'm saying. For me, it's, it would be hard for me to see him win the primaries. I could definitely see him running. But to become the nominee against, I don't know, there's probably other more popular Democrats out there. I, I, I think, I think though, that the other top candidate is going to be Kamala. Because there's no way Biden... Come all over your face. <laughs> Get bugged. Wait, very unrelated. Um, Come. Yoni, you've read Catcher in the Rye, right? I have. I have. Um, I can never... Oh, so yesterday I saw the main character's hat. Like someone was wearing it. I have one. I have one of those myself, actually. Yeah, the main character... Um, what, holding this dick in your hand? Ha ha. Got him. Yeah, dude. That's, I know you that's too really well. I know the book too well. I've already analyzed the entire novel for any Sagama jokes. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Every word. <laughs> no, that's a good one, though. Holden. Yeah. Holden McGroin. 
holding my groin. You can you can do a lot of things. You can you're gonna be holding a lot of things. It's honestly the imagine the imaginative possibilities are endless. You're so right. You're so right. I also just knew it was too sudden of a topic change to go unnoticed. You're right. I know you too well. But yeah, no, I agree. Kamala would not, I cannot see her being a very popular candidate. So if you were to go up against her, I could see where you're coming from. But I don't know. You're right. I don't know. They don't, I don't know. The Democrats don't really have a trailblazer right now. Their young trailblazers are like a little too radical to win the electorate or to become the, I think, the main nominee. So like AOC or like Ilan Omar. So yeah, I don't know. They're kind of fucked. I did read this Economist article about how like the Democrats are going to get fucked. And this is the Economist. Like they're pretty left-leaning, I'd say. And they were like, yeah, the Democrats are fucked in the butt if they don't become more moderate because you have these exciting new figures, but like the words they use and the policies in which they uh, advocate for scare people away from that faction of the party. And when you come to the more moderate side of the Democrats, you have all these oldies that are just like uh, holding their their dicks. (laughs) Yeah, like meaning like they don't do anything. Yeah, and like Biden, who like I don't, I don't know, he has COVID, but apparently he's fine, which is a good thing. I bet, I bet he's getting some some rest. He's getting some, some sleep. He's <laughs> he been he been sleeping. I think he's well rested. He was in Israel recently too. Actually, I don't. We didn't talk about that because we didn't record last. But he was in Israel while I was here, and. Yeah, nothing, nothing happened. Nothing exciting happened. But <laughs> I think Israel gave him COVID. Yo, Saudi Arabia definitely did because he went to Saudi Arabia after Israel on his little Middle East trip. And I know that him and the prince have, uh, they're not, uh, they're not on good terms. Like, for instance, when he landed in Israel, obviously there's like a huge ceremony, American flags everywhere, Israel, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the prince of Saudi Arabia, they, he didn't do that for him. Because if you remember, Biden said he would actually never meet with the Saudi Arabian prince because of that reporter who got killed in Saudi Arabia. I think he was a Washington Post journalist. So that was a big thing of the Democrats that were pissed at Trump for still talking to the prince and having relations, whatever. So Biden was like, no, 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 I will not talk to him. Um, And then he went and talked to him because he needs oil. Yeah, we we, we, know prices are hiking. Do you think that's why? I thought it was more having to do with like peace in the Middle East. Well, not even peace necessarily, but like we all know. Well, we all know the main issue in the Middle East is Iran, and so like you'd need to have Saudi Arabia as an ally because of Iran. Definitely that too. I mean, that's why Trump was still in talks with them because he wanted them to join the Abraham Accords with Israel, which I think will come soon. So no, Saudi Arabia didn't yet, but they will, but they will hopefully. Yeah. That's, that's what the people are predicting because yeah, exactly. To face off with Iran. But, um, so it was probably a combination of those things. I mean, Biden needs to find another source of oil. If he's not going to, America is not going to become more energy dependent, which is what a lot of people are advocating for, but he's reluctant to do because of the environmental impacts. But if you're going to buy it from the Saudis, it's like the same environmental impact. So wait, wait, wait. You said energy dependent, independent. Like mean, if if he if if yeah, Biden, independent. Yes, 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 yes. 
Um, right now, I don't even know who we're depending on. I could not tell you. But uh, I know my friend Kai had to do some research for his internship here. And he said about like by in a couple of years, Europe's going to need to find like 60% of their oil from somewhere else because they made a pact to stop buying oil from Russia. Which is Honestly, I know it sounds hard, but if they build like some pipelines from like the Scandinavian countries, they'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, all these these natural gas, oil, whatever, coal, they're all finite resources. So eventually, this is going to become a fucking issue. Well, I'm not sure when that is, but... We're going to see what happens this winter, because Germany has obviously been, like, supporting the anti-Russia stuff. It, but, like, they also haven't had, like, huge issues. But this winter, it's very possible that they just, like, don't have enough natural energy. gas to heat their homes yeah speaking of energy my fucking air conditioner has been leaking on my fucking head the past few nights so why israel has their own it? issues israel israel get on your shit okay <laughs> why don't you just move your bed oh i did it's in a completely it's just like off the wall and it takes up like the whole up, it's, just, it's just in the middle of the room essentially oopsies um so right now I'm kind of schwitzing because I had to turn it off because basically what happens is it freezes and then it starts to melt because it's on so constantly because it's so fucking hot here. So it's a, it's a fun time, you know? Wow. At first it was only happening to Jeremy's air conditioner in his room. And apparently at one point black stuff was coming out of it, which, yeah. But <laughs> so right now I've just... Uh, yeah, I just got a little bit of a different setup. So something new I've discovered here in Israel while being here is just being on the TikTok because like my for you page is completely different. I guess you don't know nothing about this. Do you still not have TikTok? No, but I remember that if you're in another country, like a like yeah. I've been in like hella like Hebrew and shit, which I guess it's been good and you know. Brushing, brushing up on my Hebrew, understanding some of the TikToks. Some of them I don't understand, but uh, some of them are just like, it's just there's a lot of like Israeli, it's like Israeli soldier TikTok, which is just like, it's just like so weird to see. Cause like as Americans, like whenever we're introduced to the IDF in like school or like at organizations and events, it's always like super serious, like da 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 da, you know, like they know their shit, like one of the smallest but most advanced armies in the world yada yada but like there's just these fucking schmucks dancing like <laughs> like i'll put up a video on the screen without the music which will kind of take away from the ambiance but it's like just like it's like one kiss is all they take they got like a little they got a little dance circle going they're all just like hopping in each and they just got like their guns on their on their over their shoulders it's just like ooh. i would just love to see one go wrong just like a, a bullet oh. go off you you would love to see that. Well, <laughs> I phrase that. What before. is wrong? It with would you? be funny. For instance, what my... <laughs> is wrong with you? Apologize. Okay. No, apologize. No. Say say you're sorry. I'm gonna rephrase, okay? Because <laughs> I never specified I'd like somebody to get hit by that bullet. I'd just be funny if it just ricocheted around everybody. Was like, yo, what the fuck? But no, that actually it actually. <laughs> It happened while my dad was serving. My dad's like really close friend. His name's Yogi. He went to like army jail for three weeks because he accidentally discharged his gun and like shot somebody in the foot. 
And my dad also accidentally shot somebody in the tachat, which is butt in Hebrew. That's about to say. Butt cheeks. That's crazy. That's about to say if I had to get shot anywhere, I'd want to get shot in a butt cheek. Like Forrest Gump in Vietnam. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Something bit me. (laughs) And then he just like pulled out his pants in front of Richard Nixon. Beautiful. Yeah, Nixon was like, I'd kind of like to see that. Wow, what a what a true hero. Took it like a champ. Anyways, um, yeah, but I don't know. He was like telling me how he didn't have to go to army jail, but apparently army jail's rough, man. My boy, my my boy Yogi was there for three weeks and it, it was it was scarring. But so yeah, Israeli soldier chicks dog is just like it's just I don't know, it's just so funny to see. Like they're all just like making memes and stuff. And another really common trend in Israel is to like translate English phrases into like Hebrew slang with like using like the, like the Chad filter and some music, like I'll throw one up, but basically like there's a, like to say like my like close friend in English is like literally like if you were to say it in Hebrew and you literally translate to English, it means like my expensive brother. That's how they describe like a close friend of theirs, which is really funny. Or like, what's your problem? It would take, wait, wait, wait. Is that because it would take a lot to sell them? I don't know. Like I I could figure it as, you know, they're valuable, you know, to them. But I think it's just slang, but maybe that is the slang. It's because value. But like another one is like, what's your problem in English? It's mayeshlach or mayeshlacha, which just means like, what do you have in Hebrew? Which hmm. is like, like imagine you're like getting a little scuffle. Like, dude, what do you have? Like, well, then it sounds like you're getting robbed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give me everything you got. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but I don't think we talked about it when Jeremy was on the episode. But one time, uh, he was visiting the house that I will be living in next year with him, and the and it's called uh, we're living in a neighborhood called Alston, which is like a little shittier part of Boston, just a little more sketchier. A little more cracky. Okay. And so the, one time he was visiting the house of the realtor again. And this like crack lady comes up behind him with finger guns. And she's like, give me everything you got. No way. <laughs> yes. And then he turns around and she's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Welcome to the neighborhood. She didn't say that part, but I said, I added that. Um, I'm not joking. No. <laughs> last, last night, two of my brother's roommates uh, put on a little potluck thing. Like, the roommates made like steak. It was very tasty. And then everyone else brought like something. My brother made some smashed potatoes. There's mac and cheese, salad, ratatouille, like a lot of food. And as we were eating this, hey, what's up? Um, this guy was telling a story about how he was, this was like a year or so ago. And his girlfriend at the time was like visiting in town for the weekend. And at the time, he lived in a worse neighborhood. And they were, like, out for a walk. It was Friday at, like, 11 a.m. And and this homeless guy comes up to him. And this guy told the story, like, so nonchalantly. And actually, he didn't come up to him. Like, he and his girlfriend were walking one way. And then the homeless guy was walking the other way. You know how sometimes, like, you brush shoulders with someone? So the homeless guy, like, threw all his weight into him with his shoulder. 
And so this guy, and he's a big dude, and the homeless guy apparently was like very skinny, which, you know, makes sense. Um, this guy turns around and he's like, dude, what the hell? Right? Because like some guy just threw himself at him. And then the homeless guy like puts his fists up, like, like he's ready to fight. He's ready to rock. Like, and this guy's like, what, like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? And, and then like this homeless guy just slaps him across the face. Just rocks him. I'm just getting bitch slapped by homeless person, bro. And and he's just like was in such shock. He said it took him three seconds to register that like this guy actually just slapped him in the face. And and then he he was like obviously very angry. And he was like, What am I gonna do? Like kick a homeless guy's ass? Like it's eleven thirty in the morning, there are people out, like they're watching. And he said the homeless guy like had had a bunch of stuff in the other hand and he kind of just like knocked it out of his hand. It was like, fuck you. And then stormed off. Yeah. It's like a, a nice, Which I think, of, it, I think like, like <laughs> is one of the more recent, like ideally he wouldn't have reacted, but like one of the more reasonable responses to getting slapped in the face. Yeah. Slap his shit out of his hand. It's like, yeah. I mean, like, it's like slapping all of his belongings because he probably doesn't have anything else. Yeah. It's like, shit, man. Yeah. It's my life's collection. Yeah. No, that's pretty good restraint. I don't know. I feel like I might have to get down and dirty with the with this dude. Shit, I'm a piece of my mind, you know? Totally. But yeah, but one more note on just the Israeli. I love, I don't know. <laughs> Going back to the Israeli, t- wait, how did we get from that to slapping homeless? You mentioned the story about you in Boston, your friend in Boston with a homeless person. Oh, yes, the crack lady. Yeah. Yeah, no, none of us have gotten slapped yet. I feel like we were close once or twice before, though. My brother said he's been chased by a homeless person. Interesting. Like, for what? No reason. Started Just- chasing him. Like, hey, like the almost person like slowly creeps up behind him and then your brother's like slowly starts walking faster and then just like progressively <laughs> gets faster and faster. And you're like, oh, shit. I'm How long you chase him like, for? Essentially, I don't know. Damn. A few blocks, I think. Well, anyways, one last note I'd like to say about the Israeli army and their TikToks is like, not even besides the TikToks, like the fact, like there's like this image of the idf being like so advanced and strong and shit when in reality it's just like actually so dysfunctional like i've talked to so many people here and i already kind of knew this from my dad and like there's like this book with like anecdotes of like this lone soldier who's like how the fuck does the army work just like i think i talked about this maybe once but like just like a guy playing with matches around a pile of grenades like just like shit like that like it's a miracle this fun this army functions. I think it is an act of God. He's actively playing a part. <laughs> well, yeah, there's like a famous story. I mean, not that famous, but I've heard it. Um, about like this guy who was essentially like in a class like about war tactics. I don't know if it was like college or like a military thing, and this professor or like this teacher pretty much like was showing strategies from like every single major like military power in the world 
that he didn't show Israel. And at the end of the class, like this pretty religious guy comes up to him. He's like, why didn't you show Israel? Like they've won all these wars after loss. And the guy like looks at him and he's like, they don't win because of strategy. They win because of God. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> there's like, how it doesn't make sense. I mean, I would say six day war is a good example to show for strategy, but yeah, no, I mean, I agree for like the first couple of ones. It was crazy. And uh, yeah, with that, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your days. I'm trying to get to 500 plus connections on LinkedIn. So add me on LinkedIn. Uh, I don't know if Manny wants you to add him on LinkedIn, but. Yeah. Okay. I guess he doesn't want to add you on LinkedIn. Um, kind of read Manny. What if there's like a top data analysis CEO watching right now? And he's like, oh, I guess I'm not going to connect with Manny. You can add me on LinkedIn then. Okay. Uh, yeah, but besides that, uh, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Very Nice Podcast for the funniest clips from every episode. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to our Patreon. You get a free mug with your subscription and a new bonus episode every month on top of the ones that already come out. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, and yeah, with that, guys, hope you have a wonderful rest of your days. We'll be back in person soon enough. I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.